Hello and welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast. This week we are talking about Zombieland, one of my favorite movies for the month of June, which is my birthday month, which is on Sunday. Oh yeah, your birthday is Sunday. Yeah, Paramore. Hell yeah. Uh, This is the second movie we're doing this month as part of my favorite movies. For my birthday or whatever. Birthday. <laughs> and uh, this one's probably my most favorite off the list, I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is a good one. This is a really good one. So it was made in 2009. It was rated R. Hour and 28 minutes. Like I said last time. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Told you. <laughs> I have... I accidentally written rated R again. It was it got a seven point six out of ten. Just too low. Way it better. wasn't rated R? It was, yeah. Oh. But seven point six, that's not fair. Nah. That's way better than that. For the people that don't know what it's about, a shy student trying to reach his family in Ohio, a gun toting bruiser in search of the last Twinkie and a pair of sisters striving to get to an amusement park join forces in a trek across a zombie filled America that's that's a pretty decent Mm -hmm. description of the movie it's horror slash comedy heavy on the comedy part but I don't know this this is definitely one of my favorite movies it's hilarious it's so good it's always been good. Yeah. No matter... Like I said, I watched it at least 365 times, and I still... <laughs> at least. At least. And I still want to watch it. I still love this movie, no matter how many times I see it. And I know what's coming next every time. <laughs> well, yeah, still, I hope you do. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm still sitting there like, what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just do that. On, I think I do that on purpose, to be honest with you. Yeah. But uh, you have anything you want to say before? Oh, read the question. Which one was it? Uh, the second one? No, it was the top one. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Jack Nicholson stars as a werewolf in what 1994 movie? Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see this one. Me either. And I didn't even know he had another horror movie. I'm kind of disappointed. I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to get on that. <laughs> All right. You have anything? Mm-mm. All right. Let's just get into it. Let's dive down deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the opening, I think, throws you directly into the movie. Where he's talking about, oh, this is how it used to be. And, uh, it won't be like that anymore, ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's, it's immediately just explaining to you what what happened. You know, it's just saying like, oh, I have this, you know, set of rules and like, this is the reason why, you know, I do it and whatnot. And then there's that guy, uh, who who was eating the guy and he like picked his teeth mm-hmm. i always think that's funny nasty that zombie that picks his teeth that makes me uncomfortable every time 
But I also like the intro, like I said, to the roles. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, creative how they did that. Because there was, it was uh, cardio. It showed the fat dude running on the football field <laughs> and getting eaten. Yeah. He's like, well, obviously, for obvious reasons, the first ones to go were the fatties. The fatties. <laughs> uh, I also liked the seatbelt one. I mean, I get it, like, you're running for your life, but I feel like every single time... Pay attention, at least. Yeah. I feel like every single time I get into a car, I'm putting on the seatbelt. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, an instinct. So, even if, like, I haven't been put in a situation, but life-threatening situation, I would probably still... Yeah, I'm a big seatbelt girl. Yeah, I'm big into seatbelts, too. (laughs) Like, we could move, like, three feet, and I'm still putting it on. I'm putting that on. Like, this parking spot to that one. Uh-huh. That's 15 feet away. I'm still putting it on. I'm going to put that shit on. But it goes right into the iconic uh, intro, I guess you could say, to the movie of For, Who the Bell, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Mm-hmm. It has to be one of the most badass uh, openings to a movie. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Not only did you get Metallica, but... It's like the cool because there's the the Scarface reference with the dude with the AK just blowing down mm-hmm. zombies, and there's that stripper that makes me laugh every single time, no matter what. the The fireman is pretty funny. He's like <laughs> running from that zombie that's on fire with the dude not even paying attention. It's it's just something about that for the who for whom the bell tolls sequence that makes me laugh every time. I don't know what it is. It's just really funny. But it's also, like I said, clever because they're using a song to kind of, I guess, tell a story a little bit. Yeah. And the story's happening, like, in the background. And I also like how, like, every time someone runs past the words, they knock the letters. Yeah. The one zombie's falling on the windshield and he smacks it with his elbow. And I, I just love that opening. It was pretty cool. But I also like the introduction to Columbus and Tallahassee. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. So it it starts off with Columbus at a gas station. And uh, we see the cardio in mm-hmm. use. His mm-hmm. rule number one, or... Yeah, I think it's number one. He tried to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and he's he has a role to be, beware of bathrooms. I guess that's why. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also see, without seeing, the role uh, always check the back seat. He didn't check the back seat. Yeah. And there was a zombie back there. So it, it's cool to see, like within, I don't know, what was that? Five minutes. Yeah, a couple being, of the rules. Like several rules yeah. immediately. Yeah. But it's just, it was just so, it's so funny to see him, like, run in a giant circle, drop his keys, run in another giant circle, and then realize his car was unlocked the whole time. Yeah. I mean, how else did the zombie get in there, too, if it wasn't unlocked, which is funny. When they're using doorknobs, you know? Yeah. He used the doorknob and got in the car, so it's kind of creepy. But... There's also the intro to Tallahassee. He lost his car and he's walking down the street or down the highway. 
and he tries hiding behind that motorcycle <laughs> what's the motorcycle gonna do and uh they're just sitting there aiming their guns at each other and he just like sticks his thumb out <laughs> yeah he's like they uh, i'm gonna play hitchhiker they literally picked the most perfect actors to play these roles in this movie it was i couldn't see this movie being done by literally anybody else except no. him and uh i also like how tallahassee just had to kick the motorcycle over yeah he had to of course he couldn't that's leave his it character. standing yeah yeah and i just like the immediate interaction between the two of them in the truck he's like uh oh you almost knocked your alcohol over with your knife obviously making fun yeah, of tallahassee literally. without being an asshole about it but like i just their chemistry immediately was mm -hmm. already you could tell it was gonna be funny then then the hostess truck almost immediately after we meet yeah. tallahassee he finds a hostess truck that has to be the funniest way to introduce the central plot of the movie like the whole the whole thing they're doing for at least half the movie in the last few minutes is looking for a Twinkie. I know, that's like one of the um, constant things in the movie. Exactly, is they're looking for a Twinkie. I mean, right in the middle, you know, it's them having fun, but <laughs> the whole beginning is like we're looking for a fucking Twinkie, and his reaction to seeing the snowballs come pouring out of there. Yeah. I actually agree with Tallahassee where he says, I hate coconut. It's not the taste, it's the consistency. They put too fucking much coconut on everything. I hate coconut. I I Period. don't I don't mind the taste. It's just how much they put on everything. He's absolutely correct. I've actually used that line like in real life before. People asked if like I don't know if I like coconut or whatever, I'm like it's not the taste it's the consistency uh-huh like i've literally said that to people so it's absolutely true but relatable relatable exactly it's just so funny like how over the top he was about the snowballs it's just a truck sitting on the side of the road you're lucky it was not full of zombies or something yeah could have been way worse and then shortly after that I feel like this would probably be you. You would probably be Columbus in a zombie world. Definitely. Uh, he, he was explaining how he's afraid of clowns. That has to be... He's afraid of everything. That's true, but... How... I can't even imagine, like, how... If you're afraid of clowns, you're definitely afraid of zombies. Oh, yeah. You know? They're way more terrifying than clowns. So it's just like, how can you. <laughs> how hard is it to live in a f place full of zombies with, like, a uh, fear of clowns like that? That's and crazy. And he, he carries around hand sanitizer. Yeah. That would be me. That would be you, yeah. That would be me for sure. And, like, having rules to keep yourself alive, too, I can see you doing. Which would be funny. Oh, yeah. But then. I also like the four the the four oh six backstory, uh -huh. where she just shows up pounding Is on doors. Is that Amber Heard? Yeah. Okay. Where she shows up just pounding on Columbus's door, 
Uh, I really like this because it shows like how quickly he got introduced to. Yeah, that was the zombie. first zombie he saw, I guess, right? Yeah, and. Cause he wouldn't have let her in if he didn't. Right. Yeah. You ever? You think he had to leave his apartment? <laughs> I mean, I would assume so to get food and stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, he probably only had Code Red and Teddy Grimms. Yeah. Or golden crisps or whatever he called them but it's still the fact that like she showed up well i mean she didn't know but like she showed up after being bit by a homeless man and it was like all of a sudden she turned into a zombie he had to like instantly mm -hmm. jump into f fight or flight mode it was it was actually really cool to see how like quickly he adapted and he I got guess. used to it yeah and like kind of knew what to do but it was also nice to see a little backstory of at least one of the characters i mean columbus is like the main character of the four but the movies are really about the four of them he's just like narrating or whatever yeah i always thought that the beverly hills story beverly hills yeah. The the whole FedEx thing. I, I don't was, know how he didn't uh he, he didn't get it. He didn't yeah. catch on to it. What was her name? Beverly. Beverly Hills. Because <laughs> you dirty dog. That has to be like the most generic generically used fake name ever. Ever. Beverly Hills. And it was funny that he just saw a bunch of FedEx boxes on the side of the road and he was just like, Oh yeah, we we had sex in a in a FedEx truck. That makes. <laughs> yeah, like that was the first place he went, but that was that was pretty funny. But it also kind of, with context from later in the movie, you realize that Tallahassee didn't give his story of when he last, you know, did the deed. Yeah. Because he probably hasn't since his son and wife died yeah you know he's probably just been so pissed and killing zombies oh, yeah. it kind of once you get context later kind of makes you upset a little bit yeah when you i think felt back. really bad for him i know because he didn't give a story in that moment was he lying about his puppy yeah that was it his, was his son. son yeah, yeah. <laughs> then there's that pretty iconic grocery store fight Oh, yeah. He actually played the banjo there. Oh, did he? I was yeah, wondering was, if he did. He he took the time to learn that because he said it would be dumb to kind of... Fake like it. A, yeah, like a fake it one. But he actually played the banjo. I thought he did. It looked like part. he actually did. Yeah. I didn't write it down because I knew this probably since the first time I watched it or whatever. Did but, you jujul it in 2009? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, they had... It's for later in the movie, but when he finally eats the Twinkie, uh, that was actually like a special made vegan Twinkie because Woody Harrelson's a vegan. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just like a cool fact that mm -hmm. probably everyone knows because if you know Woody Harrelson, you knew he was a vegan. I did not know that. But... They actually made, like, a special Twinkie for him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, the grocery store fight is probably 
it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie mm -hmm. and it's just i don't know it's the 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 comedic back and forth between columbus and tallahassee that really does it for this scene for me and like i said before i feel like they have a good chemistry between the two of them immediately and it's just so funny to see like Tallahassee just like go out go all out well yeah. I guess he didn't go all out until the end of the movie but like it was nice to see like a glimpse of it because there was that scene where uh, Columbus was like he was in the ass kicking business and business is good <laughs> I really love that scene too yeah. but you, that's basically the only glimpse of him being like a zombie killing badass that mm -hmm. you really see until the end of the movie but there's also that scene where they meet the girls <clears throat> and it's funny how they were both taken in by the lie they both fell for it yeah Columbus was supposed to be smart you know and had all these rules and then Tallahassee was supposed to be like this survival junkie mm -hmm. and neither of them caught the lie yeah which i think is really telling about their character as in like they just they want people to think i mean things. they're trying to be like this loner badass people yeah but, like, exactly they, they want people well, yeah. They don't want to be alone. Full of zombies. So they just instantly, you know, trusted two humans. They didn't think that two humans yeah. would do something bad to them. So they were just like, oh, yeah. You You're fucked too. And I, I like the conversation of them walking down the street after the girls took their truck of zombie kill of the week. It's like, oh, the, the zombie's head was like stuck in the chain with its hair and just going around. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Zombie kill of the week? No. <laughs> he's talking about how the steamroller uh -huh. and the tube of toothpaste from the bottom and the zombie's I know, it's very visual. Yeah, you can actually, you can see that in your yeah. head. And uh, I really like the interaction of how he's talking about the story and then all of a sudden he's like, are you one of those guys that has to one-up every, every, everything <laughs> that everyone says? Yeah. And immediately he goes... No, I knew a guy way worse than that. Than <laughs> me. So he he instantly tried yeah. to one up his story immediately. So it just proved the point. Exactly. It's hilarious. But the <laughs> dad's favorite scene in this movie is right here. <laughs> I also love this scene where they see the minivan when they're looking for a car. Yeah. He's like, oh, look, that's a nice minivan. He goes, my favorite line from the whole movie, Dad's favorite line, oh, you know something, that is nice. <laughs> <laughs> he goes over and beats the living shit out of the I man. I know, that part is so funny. It's such a good line, and nobody but Woody Harrelson can do it like yep. that. I also, the shit out of it. earlier when they're in the truck drinking the alcohol and he throws it out the window. Yeah. Um, and he tells him to enjoy the little things. And my other favorite line is when he, I gotta give it, I would never thought any, whatever, anybody that looks like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> he called him, he called Tallahassee. Are you serious? So, Yosemite Sam, yeah, when he says uh -huh. enjoy little things. I, I think that's hilarious. I can't remember the exact 
quote, but I, I just I think it's funny him. when he throws that drink out the window, yeah. too. He's like, like, oh, oh, oh that's one good. and done. That's what they call me, one and done. <laughs> I, I only said that once. <laughs> I don't, I, they're, they're, they're funny. Comedic geniuses, both yeah. of them. And they found the Hummer. I always like this scene because of the obvious. They found another vehicle, but they found all those guns in the back. So yeah. not only did they find a vehicle, but they were safe. And he's like, oh, thank God for rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> I love that That was that so part. funny. And he's just sitting there wasting ammo. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just the interaction between Tallahassee and Columbus. Just everything they do and say is just hilarious about this movie. Then a little bit of a sad part, serious part, I guess you could say, was the puppy named Buck story. While that... That's a nice story, and that's a good enough story to drive anybody crazy, but it still felt like it was missing something. Uh-huh. Because he didn't seem quite like the person to go on a complete rampage after losing a puppy. Yeah. Even though, you know, obviously you would be one of the ones to go completely nuts over, like, losing one of your dogs. But, like, oh, yeah. He didn't quite seem... It seemed like he wasn't telling the full truth about the story. Yeah, you could At the tell. very least. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, sad enough that you believed it. It it was missing one tiny element, but you kind of were just like, ah, that's probably true. Because, you know, mm-hmm. the way he told it. Obviously, he didn't say it was his son, but they lost another vehicle. Yeah. Coming up. They got, they got taken again, and it was funny how Tallahassee gets back in the truck, and he's like, they're, they're in the back seat, aren't they? <laughs> uh, just me. Just me. And he freaks out and says, and she shoots in the air, and he's like, don't kill me with my own gun! Don't kill me with my own gun! And he goes, you got taken over? Or you got kidnapped by a 12-year-old? Oh, well, girls mature faster than boys, so. Yeah. 12's the new 20. Gun, please! <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, she's like a crouching tiger. I just, it was just... I I think Columbus and Tallahassee are my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, they're they're both really funny. I really like the girls a lot, but it was mm-hmm. those two that really make me want to keep watching uh-huh. this movie. The Wichita backstory is always going to be funny cuz uh he says how they were running scams for a long time on guys like him and it shows the gas station employee from earlier in the yeah. movie who gets eaten in, eaten in the stall. Uh-huh. Um, I just think though that whole backstory like, is hilarious. Yeah. How they're just like so comfortable with running scams like yeah. that. Like, and he was just so gung ho about it just because she was pretty. Yeah. You know, is he was like, easy? "Oh yeah, take all this money." Is that easy? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it, like, but he, I don't know. It's just the fact that he was just so, like, gung-ho about it. He didn't, like, he got her number, which he didn't even try to see if it was a real number. And, I mean, you should ask for an address more than a phone number. Yeah, that's more uh, reliable, yeah. I feel like. Give me the address I can send this ring to rather than... Give me your phone number, and I'll try to contact you. 
and get a hold of you. Yeah. Like, it just seems like, give me an address. Yeah. They could have literally written any address, but oh, on yeah. his part, they should have been like, he should have been like, all right, I need an address, not a phone number, but whatever. I just thought that that backstory is really funny. But then there's the moment where Wichita tells Columbus that it's completely burnt to the ground. Kind of shows like how lost they are without like the communication between people. Uh huh. And it also shows like they're still learning about each other. And what I mean by that is the fact that she thought that Columbus was in the backseat. Yeah. She obviously knew that like he could take it, so he was. She was like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's burnt to the ground," and he was real upset by it. So it's like, it shows that they're still kind of like learning things about each other. One of them is their name. Okay, probably my second favorite part of the entire movie is the Indian shop. And I say second because there's one later in the movie that's my favorite, but I absolutely love the Indian shop scene. Oh, that's that's definitely one of my my favorite scenes. And the reason being is because they are figuring each other out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're still they're getting along and like breaking shit and having fun. It's kind of like an icebreaker, almost. And that's when they kind of open up to mm -hmm. each other a little bit. And I also really like the uh, Cynthia Knickerbocker. Yeah. Where she drops the piano on the dude. Yeah. I really like that scene, too. I thought it was... For a nun to set something up like that is just absolutely hilarious. But the... I also really like the scene of Road Trip Musical Chairs. I think that's really funny uh -huh. where like a different person's driving this whole scene yeah. and like they're all in different seats all talking to one another getting about, to know about each other. different things yeah i like the uh when they talk about hand montana yeah that's that's hilarious uh, i love that whole interaction between everybody in that scene but i like how they get to hollywood he's just like we're going to the tippy top of the a-list and they show up at Bill Murray's house. Bill Murray is excellent. Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> I absolutely love this whole thing about Bill Murray's house. It wasn't his real house. It was, I forget the dude's name. I was going to say, it was a really pretty house, whoever's house it was. It was, uh, I can't remember who it was, but um, I just like how taken away they are mm -hmm. by Bill Murray's house. Because there's all this cool, expensive stuff. He has his own movie theater. Yeah. And they eventually meet him. I just think that every everything that ensues is hilarity. You know, it's just uh -huh. pure comedy for this, I don't know, ten minutes? Yeah. Maybe, of the movie. Everything is just pure comedy. But until he gets shot. I mean... To I be mean, fair, they shouldn't have played it, played the prank on, on him. Yeah, like maybe the, Tallahassee, but Columbus. Columbus was not the good one to do that. He's obviously gonna. He's he's react a little scared and, squirrel. Yeah, is what she he's gonna him. react and 
which shoot I, d I, I don't you know necessarily like that he died but he, he kind of deserved it yeah <laughs> I mean that wasn't the smartest thing to do yeah it is in a zombie it is. apocalypse but you know they're opening up even more after this they're sitting around playing Monopoly and then we get the real Buck story the that true, made me so sad it always makes me sad no matter how many times I watch this movie, I uh -huh. always get sad at that part because, you know, Tallahassee's this big, tough guy. Yeah. And he then he's just breaking son. down because his son got killed. You know, like, that's such a horrible, you know, story, I guess. I also like how Columbus was like, how did I, how did I not see it? Me, the, the one with the best cardio in the business. Yeah. And, I don't know what cardio has to do with it, but I, I guess he does say uh, me with the best cardio in the business didn't realize that I'm not the only one running away from something. Yeah. So that makes sense. I get it. But like, it was just funny the way he said it at first, but he's like wiping his, his tears with the Monopoly money and I haven't cried like that since Titanic. <laughs> that the way he delivers that line is absolutely yeah. hilarious obviously like there are some things that get through his like tough exterior or whatever and then there's all four of them getting along getting slash getting to know each other mm -hmm. which it's nice to yeah. see that because they're they've all been so lonely and right stuff, you know and i i get it you know the sisters have been together this whole time but like sure yeah like say me and you are like the only ones left in conosville or something oh god i mean Could we get imagine? we get along now yeah but like For we'd want part. we'd want to see other people you know we yeah. couldn't just see no. each other every day be like the last two people alive on earth I'd probably, if you and I were the last two people alive on Earth, I'd probably, <laughs> I'd let a zombie eat me. <laughs> wow, thanks. But I had was, to say it. It was really nice to see, like, them actually getting along for real. Yeah. He was teaching how to shoot. They were drinking wine and dancing and talking about, you know, the past and stuff like it was really nice to have like common interest in the group but they also took the car and left in the morning which is another sad moment it's like you were just getting to the uh -huh. point where like you were becoming a family and then you ran away yeah obviously they there's a reason for that they can't trust anybody but themselves i guess then there's okay so pacific playland was empty there was no zombies, but turning on all the lights attracted them. That's what did it. That's what did it. Now, this is my favorite sequence of the movie, mm -hmm. is the battle for Pacific Playland. The whole thing. From the moment that uh, Columbus falls off of the motorcycle until the very end of the movie, this is my favorite part where they're all just fucking running and killing zombies the whole time. Yeah. But my favorite scene out of this whole sequence is Tallahassee's, like, last stand or whatever, 
when he's in the when booth. he's when he's uh-huh. in the booth and he just keeps loading the pistols shooting like 200 zombies yeah like that is my absolute favorite part of this movie i absolutely love that scene because uh-huh. it shows honestly it shows how badass he is oh yeah plus it's a very good scene to see them coming to save the girls it's it's heartwarming yeah because yeah they ran away with the truck and everything but like they were still willing to go and help them they weren't quite ready to give up on them you know if i was in the booth like that and zombies were coming after me i would fucking shit my pants (laughs) and then probably the worst part for you is columbus versus the clown Uh uh-huh and it goes to show like how much he grew through the movie because at the beginning he didn't want anything to do with anyone because of his rules or whatever and now at the end of the movie he's kind of bending them a little bit so that he can have his family yeah and like he even changes don't be a hero to be a hero Uh uh-huh because he needs to save he needs to be a hero Yeah, yeah he has to save them he needs to be a hero and that's a really nice scene how he confronts his biggest fear as he puts it and you know becomes Call the hero yeah. yeah and they finally kiss which has been coming the yeah! whole movie. <laughs> which has been coming the whole movie and they finally do it and i guess this is the moment that they start like a relationship or whatever too he shoots the twinkies which is i I think is a hilarious scene because he's he fucked up he's destroying the dry the deep fried twinkie shop yeah the candy everywhere looking for twinkies and uh he was like can you just like eat around the buckshot <laughs> he just like stares at him <laughs> just the the emotional weight of the twinkies is just hilarious but he gets his Twinkie, like I said before, was a vegan version of it. But I also liked how, in the end, it was actually one of the girls that gave him the Twinkie. Uh-huh. I like that because it kind of solidifies the relationship they have. Like, they made sure he got that Twinkie. Yeah, exactly. It just shows that at this point, you know, they were... They were into, like, the family dynamic or whatever. And I also think this is an amazing finish to the movie. Where they get into the truck and they're talking about how, you know, it's hard to be, hard to live in zombie land and stuff. But yeah. You, gotta, you can't do it alone and stuff like that. It was a, I think that was a really nice wrap up to the movie after seeing, like, them all become go from loners to like one big family one big family yeah and i also added in the after credit scene did you watch the after credit scene um for the people that also didn't stay for the after credit scene but it's it goes back to where bill murray's dying in the theater yeah and woody harrelson and him are talking to each other Uh uh-huh and uh tallahassee's trying to quote a line from the movie he's like how do you do it 
and he like wakes up from being dead and he like repeats the line <laughs> he said and then he goes back to being dead that's so funny it's hilarious i'll have to watch it i thought that this movie is an excellent movie mm-hmm. i gave it a nine out of ten because obviously yeah. you know there's you know little things that are yeah you know, kind of silly or not good or whatever but like yeah i'll give it an eight out of ten there's very few like perfect movies Mm -hmm. i don't even think we've had a perfect movie truly yet we've given like movies 10 out of 10 but it hasn't been you know we've we haven't seen like the perfect movie quite yet we've seen very very good movies obviously but Anyway, I do have some, uh, I actually have a lot of fear facts facts today. Uh, Other than the Twinkie thing I said earlier, like I said, I didn't write it down. Woody Harrelson was arrested for weed during the shoot. For weed? It actually delayed the the shooting of the movie for one day because he was arrested because he had weed on him. Oh my God. (laughs) The Hannah Montana bit that you were talking about? Yeah. That was ad-libbed. Oh, really? Yeah, they were actually talking about it, and they just recorded it, which I find adds, like, a very nice element to the movie. Because not only, like, were they having that moment as characters, but they are also having that moment, like, in real life, (laughs) which is really funny. The puppy named Buck was actually Little Rock's real-life puppy. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cute. Which is also nice that they just, like, anybody have a dog that we can have for 15 minutes? Uh, Emma Stone was actually supposed to be 406. Oh, really? Instead of the main character. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened that made her become, you know, one of the main characters, but... I like that they did that. Yeah. This was shot in 42 days. Should have been 41, you know, if he wouldn't have been arrested. (laughs) For weed. For weed. But it was shot in 42 days. And Woody Harrelson is known for, like, method acting. And a TMZ paparazzo was in an airport taking pictures of him. I guess he, like assaulted the tmz person because he was like still in tallahassee's character and Uh he thought he was a zombie he said oh wow yeah like he he was like i guess surprised by him or something i don't know the full story of what happened but like something like that something like that happened. that's crazy right there are 33 total rules obviously we don't get all of them we get Uh like six of them or something but there are 33 total rolls. I guess number 33 was would have been enjoy the little things, I guess. But there's also the Garfield line that Bill Murray <laughs> That made says. me laugh. He's yeah. like, do you have any regrets? Garfield, Garfield maybe. Garfield, maybe. <laughs> that was ad-libbed. He, wasn't, he was supposed to be dead already. That was so funny. He wasn't supposed to say anything, which just adds why. Bill Murray is like the king of comedy, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. But but that's it for this week of our talk of Zombieland. How about you read the next question before we do anything else? 
What 1981 sequel is the feature film directorial debut of James Cameron? Okay. Don't Google it. And answer on the Facebook. And if you're listening, you know, give us our recommendations. And if you want to be a guest, then we can figure out a way. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Rain did give us a couple recommendations. Oh, cool. I'm not going to say them out loud because I think we actually want to do all four of them. Oh, nice. uh, He he sent me a message telling me what we should do, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But next week is going to be Creep Show, which is also one of my favorite movies and one one of the first horror movies I've seen. It was like Beetlejuice, Creep Show, and Jeepers Creepers were like the first horror movies uh-huh. I really saw. Creep actually, I think I think it was Creep Show that actually made me like fall in love with horror. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Because of like how how like corny it was, uh-huh. but like the effects were still cool in it, and the stories were good. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to do that one, but. If that's all you have. That's all I got, partner. That's all I got, too. So we'll catch you next week with uh, Creep Creep Show. Show. Catch you later.